Friends, welcome to July, the month of fireworks, barbecues, and the MLB All-Star Game. Rosters are announced this week, so we're probably going to talk about that. I'm repping the Whalers today. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Coming up after the break, we talk All-Star Game, baseball, obviously all the fun stuff that happened this past weekend and beyond, followed by the World Cup, and of course, we're going to measure how good the Warriors really are this coming season. So turn up the volume and put a little mustard on your hot dog, because sports, sports, sports is next. Welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast, the only program that gives you a quick rundown on last week's sports and some insight on this coming week's, plus a few laughs along the way. Unfortunately for you, I'm the host. However, it's going to give us plenty of time to talk about all the fun things we want to talk about this weekend. Um, myself, I'm just getting back from Long Island, visiting the Drago clan. They all give a hearty hello. We had fun, played a little golf, had some delicious food as usual. And before we start the show, I want to continue to build the hype for our NFL extravaganza. That's on August 5th. The whole show will be devoted to football. Predictions, thoughts, we're going to get as many ridiculous people as we can to chime in, including you, the fans. So, if you have any thoughts on this upcoming NFL season, it doesn't matter what it is, Email us, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. We'll talk about whatever you want to, and it'll give you a chance to be entered into our t-shirt challenge. Once again, that is sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Bet you didn't think you could win a free t-shirt from us, but you might be able to. Moving on, I'm going to talk about baseball today on the show. The league announced its rosters for the All-Star Game, which will take place on July 7th. For the NFL, the NFL, <laughs> The NL, the starters include Wilson Contreras from the Cubs at catcher, Atlanta's Freddie Freeman at first. Also from the Cubs is Javier Baez at second base, Giant shortstop Brandon Crawford, Rockies third baseman Nelson Arenado, Nolan Arenado. He's making his fourth appearance. Bryce Harper making his sixth All-Star game for the Nationals. Matt Kemp from the Dodgers and Nick Markakis from the Braves. Both of those starting will make you think that this roster was built 10 years ago, but no, they've had pretty good seasons and they deserve to be here. Max Scherzer will get the start, making his sixth appearance. A lot of first-time stars this year, including Gennett, Albiez, uh, Trevor Story, Suarez, Yelich, and Nola. They'll join some vets, such as Buster Posey, Joey Votto, Paul Goldschmidt, Charlie Blackman, uh, Jacob deGrom, and John Lester. Now, in the American League, the NL is heavily represented with the AL East. Sorry, I am just all over these abbreviations today. In the American League, the AL East is heavily represented. Um, we have Wilson Ramos as catcher, uh, Manny Machado as a third, Mookie Betts and Aaron Judge in the outfield, and J.D. Martinez as DH. Others include White Sox, Jose Abreu at first, uh, Astros, Jose Altuve at second, Jose Ramirez at third. A lot of Jose's in there. And seven-time All-Star Mike Trout in the outfield. Salvador Perez and Nelson Cruz there get their sixth appearance each. Francisco Lindor, he'll be back. And the Yankees rookie, Glaber Torres, he's in there as well. Plus Luis Severino, he leads the league in wins. He'll likely be the starter. These games are just fun to celebrate baseball itself, and even better, the winner, right, the league that wins, they'll get home field advantage in the World Series. So, a lot of fun stuff there. My all-time favorite, the Home Run Derby. We're still awaiting those rosters, but that game, that is going to be on July 16th, so we'll talk about it in next week's show. 
Moving on to the weekend, the Pirates and Phillies battled for Pennsylvania. Uh, going into this weekend, Pittsburgh has yet to get a victory over the Phils. This time around was no different. Friday, Philly scored 17 runs to bury the Bucks like a group of Thai soccer players in the longest nine-inning baseball game ever at four hours, 30 minutes. They then won game two, three to two, but now, now they sit in first place in the standings after a six-game winning streak. However, Pirates, they did win one, right? They won four to one, that was today. Now, the reason for the Phillies' rise is Atlanta's falls. The Braves played the Brewers in a series built as two top teams going at it, but ended up with Milwaukee winning Thursday 7-2 and Friday 3, I'm sorry, 5-4. Atlanta did pull out a 5-1 victory Saturday, ending their five-game winning streak, but Milwaukee took revenge with a 10-1 victory. That was this afternoon. By the way, this is the first time in 15 years that more than one Brave will start the All-Star game. 15 years. They've had some good guys over the years. Angels, they took on the Dodgers this weekend in the battle for L.A. Each team took a victory. Uh, heading into Sunday's rubber match, Shohei Otani, he was activated from the DL this week. He sparked a late offense. He sparked the offense late, gave him the win on Saturday. Game three was tonight, but we do not have that score for you quite yet because they're going a little bit later than I would have liked. Giants and Cardinals, they're both fighting hard for a wild card slot. They played a four-game series in San Fran. Cards won Thursday and Saturday with the Giants getting a victory Friday. Two of these three games, two of these games ended by a one-run margin. Carlos Martinez, he's having a great, great June. He won three straight games over the last month. Game four saw the Giants get a 13-8 victory. Now, the rest of the league looks like this. Yankees and Blue Jays, they go back and forth with the Yanks winning the rubber game Sunday and extra innings off the bat of Brett Gardner. Sonny Gray continues to struggle while the Yankees are seeking to bring in Mike Moustakas. Tigers and Rangers with Detroit winning two. Joey Gallo returns to the Rangers over the weekend and Chu has reached base in 47 straight games, a new club record. Rays and Mets with Tampa shutting out New York two and three. Indians crush the A's Friday, only lose Saturday off a of Piscotti home run in the 11th, and A's shut them down today. Nationals, they've gone gorillas on the Marlins, winning 14-12, 3-2, and then 18-4 before losing 10-2 today. Orioles, they struggled, losing to the Twins in all three games, including a 10-1 romp this afternoon. White Sox learned why the Astros are the defending champs as they were swept away. Now, Red Sox, they outgunned the Royals. 32-13 in three games, all in Kansas City. Boston lost Christian Vasquez to injury. Reds, they're doing surprisingly well against the Cubs, although they lost two of the three games. All of them were really, really close. Diamondbacks and Padres with Arizona winning 22-5 on Saturday. That's club record. And Will Myers, he had three home runs. Rockies upset the Mariners. They outscored him 16-8. Now, if the playoffs ended, if the playoffs ended, if the season ended today, it would be Red Sox, Astros, and Indians leading the divisions with the Yankees and Mariners in the wildcard slots. Athletics are the closest one behind, but they're still seven games back from a wildcard slot. So, not very likely at this point. In the, N <clears throat> in the NL, the Phillies took first place this weekend. They joined the Brewers and Diamondbacks, division leaders. Cubs and now the Braves are the wildcard teams. Dodgers and Cardinals are close behind them with the surging Rockies, Nationals, and Giants still kind of in the hunt. Now, let's take a look at this week's games. Mets and Phillies, very heated rivalry. That's coming up Monday. Phillies lead the series 3-1 thus far this year. Doubleheader on Monday and a four-game series in August. Well, that makes for some fun. We also have the Cubs and Giants. This has been mostly Cubs this season, but the Giants are a better team uh, now than the last time they played. That was back in May. Mariners Angels, poor L.A. They started off the year so well, but they just can't seem to keep it together. Mariners, fourth-best team in baseball right now. It would be something if they fell to their rival in SoCal. 
All right, break time. No more baseball talk. Let's go on to some other sports, including the World Cup and the World Cup mania. NASCAR, Formula One, NHL. Actually, we're not talking about NHL, but we'll talk about NBA, including the Warriors and DeMarcus Cousins. Here's a preview. They're really, really good. All right, don't touch that dial. Please don't. Sports, sports, sports. We'll be right back. Great awareness. Tremendous God-given ability. You know what's really fun? Having a great advertisement. You know what's really, really fun? Having your great advertisement on the Sports 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 Podcast. Hi, I'm Nick Drago, executive producer of Sports Sports Sports, and I know what you're thinking. You're probably considering us to sell your product, but concerned with the price. Have no fear, friends, because right now we're offering free ad space. Wait, wait, what? There is no way that's true. Well, it is, my friends. And if you want to find out more, please email us at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that email is sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. All right, let's get back to the show. The Astros are world champions for the first time in franchise history. Let's get into the World Cup here. France and the 19-year-old Fina Mbappe dominated Uruguay, winning 2 to nothing on Friday. Belgium then beat Brazil a few hours later in a matchup that everyone expected to go the Brazilians' way. So, what do we expect from these two squads? Belgium's biggest strength here is their attack, which is pretty versatile. They have 14 goals thus far in the tournament. They have their best success when uh, scoring from the flank. So, 36% of the time, they're coming from the left side. 38% of the time is the right side. Only 26% of the time do they attack right up the middle. France, meanwhile, they have a stellar backfield with some with a similar offensive scheme. And difference makers, France's defense, who've been rock solid. Now, if Belgium wants to expose something, it's the bulky attack of Benjamin Pavard, who's been a bit of a liability for the French as he's yet to score a single goal. The other two games saw England coming out on top with a 2 nothing uh, victory. That's on Saturday morning. And the crazier game, though, was Russia and Croatia, in which Russia had the lead in extra time and then let in another goal at the very end. Croatia then went on to win it in a shootout. So this gives England and... Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Honestly, looking at the two teams here, England is the better squad, right? I think they're going to beat Croatia. You're going to have an English and French final, which to me is just awesome. I mean, wars used to be fought over these two, so... It's going to be very fun. These games are on July 10th and 11th, the quarterfinals. So, uh, sorry, semifinals. So we'll see what happens there. Now, for those of you who haven't been listening to our NFL Summer Series, first off, um, why not? Secondly, though, if you would, <clears throat> if you know, secondly, though, you would have known that we've been going division by division to figure out who the top teams truly are. Thus far, my picks include the Patriots, Eagles, Vikings, and Steelers. This week, we highlight the NFC South, which by far the most competitive, in my opinion. Now, let's start with my last pick. The Carolina Panthers, they failed once again to put any more dynamic pieces around franchise cornerstone Cam Newton. Yes, the offense does still contain Christian McCaffrey, Greg Olson, Devin Funchess, and Curtis Samuel. But let's be real. Not much has changed here uh, except for hiring North Turner at OC. I'm just not seeing this. Now, the Buccaneers, I actually like the moves they made. They added the, they added the half-handed wonder, JPP and Vinnie Curry. Oh, and uh, Bo Allen, really, that really bolsters the defense. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, 
They open the season with the Saints, Eagles, Steelers, so eh, it might be a slow start, but I think they might barely beat out the Panthers for third place. And I'm not even going to mention Jameis Winston here. He's got a whole lot of heroics if he wants. He needs a whole lot of heroics if he wants to win back the fan base. Now, don't get me wrong. Saints, they're a good team. Most likely going to make it to the playoffs. But not much have changed here since the Minnesota miracle that was this past winter. They could take the division, but my money is on the Falcons. Hear me out. Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Devontae Friedman, Grady Jarrett. Delton, Dylan Jones, and Canoe Neal, Keanu Neal. This team, they're hungry after losing the Patriots in the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah, they lost Taylor Gabriel, and they lost um, Dontari Poe, but I, I just don't think it's going to affect them that much. So I'm going to go with the Falcons. So just a quick recap, right? Panthers in last, then the Bucks, barely Saints, and Falcons. If you have your own opinions... Email us. Challenge me here. Let's go. Bring it on. Mono a mono. Sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Again, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Email us. Your opinions will be shared on the show, and you'll be automatically submitted for our t-shirt contest. All right, let's move on to the NBA. The rumor mill here is just churning like crazy rumor mill churning butter. I can't even take it. It's crazy. We're all over the place. Let's start with Kawhi Leonard. Is he going to a new destination? The writing's all over the wall here. Kawhi wants to go to the Lakers. But will the Spurs really trade him to a rival just because he wants to go there? Probably not. The only team with the assets to make the deal are the 76ers, and they're just they're they were way too smart not to pull their trigger. I mean, honestly, the Spurs were asking for three first-round picks and two current players on the roster, probably one of them being Markel Fultz, for what, one year of Kawhi Leonard? It it just doesn't make any sense. And Kawhi already admitted he doesn't want to go play for the Celtics, so there's really no other contender that can afford him. If Kawhi's smart, he shuts his mouth, he sits back for a year, and then you go on free agency next year and you sign with the team you want to sign. I just don't think they're going to trade him to L.A. Because what team... I don't think they're going to trade him at all. Because what team's going to spend everything in their mothers to get this guy just to lose him to Los Angeles a year later? Now... Sure, this seems really similar to Paul George and the Thunder last season. He, they said the same thing. The so-called experts, including myself, all thought this guy's going to L.A. Well, you know what? He just proved us wrong by going to uh, OKC. So maybe there's some precedent there that whatever team trades for Kawhi could keep him. Now, the other big news this weekend was Carmelo Anthony, who laughably decided to stay with the Thunder now he's being released at some point over the summer. Anthony's cap hit put OKC way over the salary cap. And if they want to shed him, they're either going to have to pay the man or trade him away. Uh, it's already kind of out there that Houston, L.A., and um, Houston, LA and Miami are all interested in his services, but his preferred destination is L.A. Devin Booker, he signed a max contract with the Suns. And lastly, we had a three-way trade, including Timofey Mozgov, Jerrion Grant to the Magic. Oh, sorry. Mozgov and Jerrion Grant, they went to the Magic. Bismarck Biyombo to the Hornets. And uh, Julian Stone, he went to the Bulls. So this is the second time Mozgov's been traded this offseason. Now, not that any of this actually matters. And let me explain why. The Golden State Warriors are primed to win their fourth title in five years. This isn't baseball. 
This isn't football, and it's not hockey. All of those sports have parity. This is the NBA, this is basketball, which pretty much we can tell who's gonna be representing in the finals, barring an epic collapse. Now, if you don't believe me here, look at the last four years of Warriors versus Cavaliers in the NBA Finals. Golden State going out and signing DeMarcus Cousins was a bombshell that has the rest of the NBA shaking in their boots. Coupled with Seth Curry, Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, this team has five all-star caliber players. So let me throw this number out there. 109. That is the combined average of Golden State's five stars last season. That means on average, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson, and Boogie Cousins scored 109 points on average. The Warriors' actual average last season was 112. So that includes the playoffs last season. So 112, and they had 114 in 2016. So those two teams, right, that 112 last season and the 114 average in points um, in 2016, that right, that 2016 team is considered one of the best in history, if not the best. Those all included other players on the roster. Just their five all-stars averaged for 109. So will those other players make up for the last, what, three to five points? Absolutely they will. This Warriors team is just too good. I mean, anyone can can score those five points. It could be, you know, it could be, um, what, what's his name, Andre Iguodala. It could be my, my boy Zaza Pachulia. It could be anyone. Um, what this does prove, though, is that the Warriors are fantastic. Now, has there been a better team? How good, is, how good are these Warriors? Well, no other team has had five All-Stars on his roster. Let's start right there. All right, the, I believe is the 62 and 75 Celtics, the 83 76ers, 98 Lakers, right? Four teams before 2006, only four had four All-Stars in one season. Since 2006, you've had about five teams accomplish that feat, two of which are the Warriors, that was without Cousins. So you add Cousins to the mix, five All-Stars, you could have five players representing them. They could have the starting five in the All-Star game. Honestly, and they'll probably win. Um, this all provides them with a nice boost statistically and gives them quite the quite a possibly quite possibly the best team in the NBA. I apologize. I'm I'm having some trouble uh, reading today. My eyes are a little bit messed up from my contacts right now. So, moving on though, in uh, the racing world, Eric Jones he wins the he gets the win in Daytona today. That's his first of the year. Weird night, though, as he there were crashes all over the place, and the man in the middle of it was Ricky Stenhouse Jr. He was involved in five of the eight crashes, causing two of them himself. The other players were really pissed off, and guess what? He had to be escorted out of the building by security, so he doesn't get beat up. Formula One, the British Grand Prix, that was another victory for Sebastian Vettel. British driver and second place finisher, Lewis Hamilton, he accused Vettel and other Ferrari drivers of cheating, trying to run the Mercedes drivers right off the road. Very possibly a lot of an animosity between these two. All right, break time. When we return to the program, Luke Walken Walton gets some sound advice. ESPN does not want readers, uh, does not want to listen to its readers anymore. And the Athlete of the Week comes from the NBA Summer League. Stay tuned. Sports, sports, sports. We'll be right back. Great awareness. Tremendous God-given ability. Ever wonder what your socks taste like? Well, now you can with Food Socks. 
the only pair of socks that tastes like what they look like. Okay, that's a pretty bad advertisement. Y you know what would work better here though? Your own ad. Nick Trago here again, offering you a piece of the action right here, right now. Best part is, it can be anything you want it to be. No, wait, that isn't the best part. How could I forget the best part? The best part is I'm offering it for free, free ad space. So if you have a product you want me to endorse, please email us at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. I'll be waiting patiently at my computer. The Astros are world champions for the first time in franchise history. Luke Walton has had his fair share of personalities to deal with in LA, but LeBron will be even bigger than all of them combined. He's going to be meeting with Cavaliers coach Tyron Lue to discuss how exactly to coach the superstar. Now, I'm going to imagine the conversation basically going like this. Walton's going to sit back and he's going to admit that he's no longer the coach and will be putting LeBron in charge of basketball decisions. This is basically the same coaching style he used with the Warriors while leading them in a record 24 straight wins in 2016 while Steve Kerr was recovering from back surgery. So Walton should really, what he should really do is pack all of his bags, get ready, and just get the heck out of there. Because honestly, LeBron is a coach killer. He'll probably be gone midway through the season, especially when they start to lose. For those of you out there like me that love to read the ridiculousness that is an NBA comment section, well, you may want to sit down for this. ESPN announced that they will no longer be allowing folks to comment on their articles. It would have something to do with the fact that the comment section serves no purpose for the sports juggernaut, along with the fact that it's a breeding ground for internet trolls and negativity. So for those who are upset about this, please go outside, enjoy some fresh air, or you can just go onto a different social media site and type and post all the mean things you want because no one's going to find you behind your computer screen. Speaking of internet trolls, joining us today is someone near and dear to my heart and the hearts of America, the young gun Jamie Grum. He returns to answer a few trivia questions on the show. And no, he's actually the furthest thing from a troll. He's actually a really nice guy and we love him. So remember, remember though, he doesn't really know that much about sports. So bear with him while he struggles with some softball questions for us sports nuts like myself. I'm going to kick it over to you now. All right, friends, I'm here with the young gun, Jamie Grum. Jamie, say hello. Hi! Okay. <laughs> Jamie, today you'll be answering questions about hockey. I love hockey. Penguins. Yes, that is a team that plays professional hockey. And didn't make it very far. No, they didn't. <clears throat> but by the time they're seeing this, it's, it's probably at least a month or so after that happened. Okay, so it's fine. It's already out of our systems. You were already, we're already looking forward to the next season. Good. Good. They're going <clears> to <throat> win. Well, you've heard it here first. Jamie Grum. Oh, wait. No, I take that back. Oh, so now you uh, don't think they're going to win? No, I'm just not going to say anything because last time I... Oh, because, yes, because Jamie jinxed it on our YouTube page. Yeah. All right, so <clears throat> how many months of the year can you watch NHL hockey? Wait. Okay, I'm waiting. Math. Okay. Nine. Why nine? Because <laughs> it starts... Wait. Does it start in October? 
Season does start in October. <clears throat> what you're missing, Jamie, is the preseason. That's a thing. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that is a thing. We don't make that up. Yes. I don't know a lot of things. <clears throat> All right. Jamie, what is the Winter Classic? I love hockey, and I don't know any questions for this right now. Uh, you were close with the last <clears throat> one. <clears throat> I'd, argue, I'd argue that you were correct Yes. Ish. I know some things. There you go. Okay, I don't know this one. You have no idea. Do you want to take a guess? Winter, Winter Classic? Cl- Winter Classic. Okay, well, it has to do with summer. Obviously. Obviously. Okay, so do they actually... Winter Classic. Sounds like it'd be like some sort of festival. Some would call this festive in nature. Okay, <clears throat> there's a lot of games. Mm, not a lot. Do they go outside? That'd be cool. What would be cool? If they went outside. Like they played outside? Yeah. That would be really weird, Jamie. It wouldn't work. That's exactly what the Winter Classic is. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. <laughs> yes. They play outside. There's usually, uh, they started out at just as just one game, and now they play more than one game every year. But yes. So wait, do they actually have a place for that, to, to do that? They'll typically play in um, other, like, baseball, football stadiums. Um, so if you want an example for you, uh, they played at uh, Yankee Stadium. They've done at, um, <clears throat> have they done one at Citizens Bank? I don't know. If they've done one at Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia, sportsbreakspodcast at gmail.com. Please let me know. I should put a little thing here like that shows it. Where should I put that? I don't know. Editing. Okay. I'll put it right, right there. Right here. Um, <laughs> all right. Last question for today. <clears throat> in hockey. Who is referred to as the Great One? I'll give you a hint. It's not Sidney Crosby. <laughs> He's pretty great. Were you going to say that? No. <clears throat> when, he, when he was up and coming, they did refer to him as the next one because they thought he was going to be the next one. Is he still one. playing? Sorry. No, the, no, the Great He's One not. is not. No, he retired in 1999. Oh, see, I was nine. Okay. I didn't really know what sports were at the time. Think of him as, like, the Babe Ruth of hockey. That doesn't help me. You're going to recognize the name when I say it. So you're, you're, I'm going to have to guess and make, like, some weird You're going to have to make up a name. If you I already think. used Frankfurt a <laughs> uh, couple of weeks ago, or <laughs> in a couple of weeks. Jamie's <laughs> referring to the fact that we filmed all of these on the same day. Uh, all right, so if I'm going to make up a name for this guy that I'm going to know once you say it. Yep. I really wish I knew. Okay, so his name would be um, Edward Puckface. Edward, his name is Puckface. He was destined for hockey. That is incorrect. He was better at baseball. <laughs> baseball, as we referred to earlier, is the hockey of land. Yes! <laughs> The, lo- the hockey of not ice. Or before, because you never know when we're going to see it. I'm not really sure what What's, you mean. So the first reference of that. All right, never mind. Okay, I don't know what James <laughs> talking about. All right, <clears throat> the great one is Wayne Gretzky. Wow. You did know that name, didn't you? You used to mention this like a ton in high school. I, I probably still mention it a ton. He is the greatest player to ever play hockey. I'm so proud of him. <laughs> Okay, Jamie is proud of Wayne Gretzky for all the accomplishments he made over his career. Hashtag. Hashtag what? I'm proud of Wayne Gretzky. Hashtag Jamie's proud of Wayne Gretzky. All right, friends. Thanks for joining us, Jamie. Love you. Jamie loves you.
Everyone tuned into the NBA Summer League in Vegas on Saturday to watch Atlanta's newest star, Trey Young, who many believed was a boom or bust type player. Now, while Young did drop 21 points, matches 11 assists, the player in that game that everybody is going gaga for is Kevin Knox for the Knicks, who ended up with 22 points and 11 rebounds while looking like a complete freak of nature. His athleticism was put on full display after a dunk off turnover in the first moments of the game. Keep your eyes on this kid because he's doing something special. And for that, he is our athlete of the week. Congratulations, Mr. Knox. Special thanks this week goes to the content editor and log and log designer. Wow. Logo designer, Johanna Albert. As usual, she's the heart and soul of this podcast. Our music is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. Shout out this week goes to Sandra Moran, Pittsburgh deal finder, Lois Butler, and of course, both Mary Kay Albert and my mom, Lori Draco, for the shares on Facebook. If you want to be on the show, or if you just want to send us a comment, question, concern, like us, follow us on everything, sports, 3xpodcast at gmail.com. That's all the time I have for today. If you want to be on the show, again, the email, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Daquam. Daquam. I like it. Sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Or tweet us. Tweet, tweet at sports3xpodcast. Be sure to like, comment, share, or do whatever the crazy kids are doing these days. In case you were wondering, yes, I do lip sync every episode. Mariah Carey taught me how to do it. And she's just so unbelievably good. I'll never be good as at I'll never be as good at lip syncing as she is. All right, hope you all enjoy the show. Have a good night, friends.